Powered by Riverside FM. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. I'll make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Don't well, how do you do, Tom? <laughs> Tom Griffin, how do you do? I'm good, my friend. How are you, Perry? I'm doing all right. Uh, good. Feel good, like good. having a good show tonight, right? Absolutely. It's a must. Yeah. So tonight we're going to talk a uh, little bit about, hey, I know that song. Hey, hey I know that song. <laughs> right. And we're also, <laughs> excuse me, we're going to talk maybe about Taylor Swift for a little bit. Taylor Swift. Okay. All right. Maybe, all right. Uh, you know, we saw some of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ooh, right. Ooh. Tom, uh, Tom has some music <laughs> trivia. Oh, I do have a couple of trivia questions for you, Perry. Yeah, and we're going to listen to some cover songs. Yes. 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 Either good, part. obscure. Yep. Never <laughs> mind, too. And um, later on, we're going to play an original song that Tom and I wrote just for the, yes, we are. Just for yes, the heck we are. of it, right? Looking forward to it, Perry. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is supposed to be show number 13. But, no, uh, no. Tom suggested, and I <laughs> rightfully so, that this will be season two, episode uh, yes. one. Yes, because of Tom and Perry Music Show. Certain people may be afflicted with a um, uh, uh, what is that called? Triskaidekaphobia, Perry. Triskaidekaphobia. That is the fear. No, well, it's ancient Greek, and it's 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 like the avoidance of the number thirteen. So it's like you know the phobia of the for number thirteen. Well, Triskaidekaphobia. Well, you know, I mean, you know, thir oh. unlucky thirteen. I mean, some some <laughs> buildings avoid the thirteenth floor on the elevator and things like, don't they? Yeah, and also it's like, uh, you know, Vinny the Phone. He was born on Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one. Oh, Friday the thirteenth. You know, oh but my god, yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I try not. To, if I notice it, I'll get a little witchy about it. But you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so how about? Um, you know, we do. Hey, I know that song, hey, right? Hey, I know that song. So this is, <coughs> excuse me. This is um, these. <coughs> sorry, it started out as riffs. They like you, as soon as you hear the opening riff, exactly. Yep. You yep. immediately know what song it is because you, you say, "Hey, I know that song." Okay, hey, I know that song. <laughs> so. I've got one here, and um, okay, there's a little story behind this that I, I I'll do after. Well, let's uh, well let's okay. hear it. All right, uh, ZZ Top. <laughs> Now that's Nasty Dogs and Funky Kings. It's the first song off Fandango. Okay. On side one. Okay. I and didn't know I, it. When I was a kid, we used to uh 
when I was a kid there, we used to hang out on Jewel Street, and there was a, like a little recording studio there, a little rehearsal studio, and there was another really? recording studio on River Road. <coughs> yeah. So uh, there was this band there. They were rehearsing, and the day this album came out, they went out, <laughs> they went out and bought it. Right. And he immediately learned how to play it. I kid you not, after they, after they listened to it once, oh and they went, do 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 Like, I was always Gross. amazed by people who can do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You sit down at the piano and plunk it out of tune. It's like, oh my god! Yeah, well, yep. I didn't know that, so that's why I didn't bellow out the, you know, the our catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, that was me. You know, I guess me taking care of myself because I love that song so oh, much. Oh, great, great, great! Thanks. But here, now here's one. Like, okay. oh yeah, you'll you'll everyone, our listeners on, out Papa. there will know what this is right away. Throw a dog okay. a bone. Let's see. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> Everyone knows that Absolutely. song. <laughs> Were they at yes. Woodstock? Were they at Woodstock? They might have been. I don't know if they're in the movie or not. We've discussed how much we dislike the movie, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But that uh, was Mountain, Mississippi, Mississippi Queen. Queen. Yeah. I can't gauge the date on it. I don't know, 1970? I want to say 70, 6970. Yeah. yeah, why not? Now, here's one. As soon as you hear the riff, okay. Worldwide, they worldwide. Know. <laughs> worldwide, I would guess they know what song this is. Really? Yep. Okay. Hey, I know that. Know song. that. Hey, I know that song. I know that song. Love the rhythm guitar in there. So that would be. What is life, George Harrison? I assume oh it's from All Things Must Past. Isn't every George Harrison song on All Things Must Past? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Excuse me, I need some water. Yeah, they had, uh, just a little sidebar. Uh, I, in that book that I was reading, 1971, they just did a whole chapter on the concert for Bangladesh. It was eye-opening, you know? I've yeah. never seen the movie. I've never seen it. I've seen a lot. I think I've seen the whole thing, maybe at some Beatle convention. Really? Really? 30 years ago or 30, whatever, <laughs> however long ago. Was it at the Meadowlands Hilton? It was in Secaucus at a hotel in Secaucus. Yeah. I think that's the Meadowlands Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <coughs> and a little okay. like, I was, uh, yeah, okay, Beatle Fest. Okay, I'm done, you know? All right. Ben right, there's done that. Here's one. Hey, I know that song. Okay. And, uh, one of the biggest bands in the world. Okay. I even know that song. <laughs> I know that song. What a riff, man. What a riff. Oh, awesome. That was Rush. The song's called Limelight, I believe, right? Living in the limelight. <laughs> Here, uh, here's another one, Tommy. Oh, Tommy, thanks, Perry. <laughs> this is, uh, don't even have to say a word. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, now, I know that song. Now. Whoever, as a kid, 
everybody's house you went to had that friggin' red. <laughs> you know? It's everybody. so true. Uh, it's I, so true. Yeah. But, you know, open it up and just start reading, you know, while you're... Uh... Yeah. And, and Perry, you figure these uh, these songs, like, you know, you figure that just what thought. That must have sold a gadillion copies because sure, everybody yeah. I knew had it, you know? Everybody <laughs> I knew had that record, yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. That was Good one. Aqualung, Jethro Tull. I sound like a DJ. Hey, that was hey Jethro now. Tull with Aqualung. <laughs> that price is too high. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right, let's let's see. Uh, let's see. Hey, I know that song. It it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Here we go. All right. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Now, how recognizable is that? Absolutely. That's the long intro. Yeah, I understand it's him on drums, too. Is that true? Like, uh, it was it Stevie be. playing drums? Must be. You saw that thing, uh, that that uh, that movie, um, the concert in Harlem. The, you saw that, right? No, no. Uh, the the movie by Questlove, the big movie. Yeah, this uh, is the well, one produced by the guy from The Roots, the drummer, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I thought you saw it. I'm sorry. No, I, ha- I haven't we, seen we, it. We have to talk about that, Perry. Oh, yeah, show. yeah. But well, you know what? But I'll just, watch it, and then we'll, uh, yep. But just real quick, there's a sequence yeah. with Stevie Wonder that's just amazing, and he plays drums during it. That's all I'll say. Mm. But, uh, yeah, you got to see that. I'm sorry. I thought you saw it. We'll definitely no, but discuss I will. that. Okay. Hey, I know that song. <laughs> well, here's another one. Like, hey, okay. I know that song. You might know it just from the opening cymbal splash. Really? Yeah. Always loved the song. Had the forty five. Kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I love this song. Whenever I listen to Ringo, this is one of my go tos. Oh my god! <laughs> I know that. I love that song, Perry. The, the, you know, and the the simple production by George Harrison oh, yeah. is it's fabulous. I mean, it, I can't Everything say no about more. It is perfect. It's a perfect song. It's one of the very few. Well, anyway, it is a perfect it. song. Yeah, I know that song, Perry. I'm proud yep. to know that song, Perry. <laughs> All right, now here's the last one of "Hey, I okay. Know That Song," and uh, <laughs> let's give it a whirl. Okay. Hey, I know that song. Hey, I love that song. Oh, hell yes. My favorite King song right now. My favorite, that, currently, that's my favorite King song. Really? And I'll tell you why. Tell I know you're a fan. I know you're a huge Absolutely. fan of uh, the Kinks. Dave Davis. It's Dave Davies, but of course they say Dave Davis, right? <laughs> Dave, um, Spot a tea, master. Yeah. It's he plays on every single verse. He yeah. plays a different rhythm. If you listen closely, really? he doesn't play the same thing twice. In the beginning, he plays the melody. Do 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 do. He plays with Dave, his brother singing. Right? Unless it's him singing, I don't even know. Okay. 
and then on the next verse, he plays something different, different rhythm. Then on oh, the next Perry, verse, gotta, that, he plays it. You have to listen closely. Yeah, I'm going to dig out the disc. It's, it's, right, it's right over there. It's ingenious. It's ingenious. I yeah. got it. I... <laughs> and then the middle eight, where did this thing come from? They pulled it out of left field, right? <laughs> and they only do it once. It's fantastic. It's a great Perry, song. That's why this is the Tom and Perry music show. I did not know that, Perry. That's something that I've listened to that song a gazillion times, man. This is, you know what? It's the Tom and Perry music show. <laughs> Thank you, we, my friend. We love music. We talk about music. We get excited yes. about music. Yes. We yes. laugh about music. Yes. We, uh, we, we make fun of music, but you know what? <laughs> music hurts us sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. Yep. <laughs> so how about um, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Okay. There was a controversy with her copyrights and... Uh, Yes, all these yes. things, right? Story is story as old as Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, she was she was on an independent label called yep. Big Machine. It was called mm -hmm. Big Machine Records. Independent label. She was the first artist signed to Big Machine Records. Yep. And of course, became the biggest artist on the label, worldwide recognition and all those things. Right. And she had a manager named Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. Yep. Scooter Braun, right? who ended up buying Big Machine Label Group, you know, the organization that uh, controlled it, For with various, various investors. Yep. Various investors. But his name made sure his name was on there, that he owns the copyrights to her first six records. Correct. And now you had told me that she re-recorded her first six records, correct? I don't, I don't know if she's done all six, but she's done a couple. Uh, and I, I believe, that, you know, it's the name of the album that says Taylor's version. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. It does. So her plans are to do all six where yep. she controls all the copyrights. Mm -hmm. And they put out a press, press release, this guy, Scooter Braun. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, I mean, your manager ends up owning your songs. I mean, there's just sounds wrong. It really it does. Wrong. It really does. But he said that it was offered to Taylor for yes. her to buy the copyrights back. Yes. And apparently, I mean, she's going to cough up every single penny that she has. And not only that, Perry, there's a there's a striking parallel here between Paul McCartney and her. Because Paul McCartney, again, you know, we all know that story. It's as old as, you know, time. You know, he had yeah. a chance to buy back the catalog and didn't. And Michael Jackson did. Now you heard the little story about the Beatle one, right? With Paul, where no. they could have they could have bought their their portion of the Sony catalog, right? For ten mil, right? He went to Yoko and said, "Yoko, I need five million dollars where we can buy the copyrights back and we will own them." Yoko refused. Mm. So he he you know rather than kicking the ten million itself, it slipped by. The deal slipped by, and well, this was I was many, just... this is decades ago. Exactly. And when, yeah. you know, 10 million was like, you know, a lot of probably money. 500 million nowadays. But yeah, yep. Perry, the point is, though, I sense this, and this is just my opinion. I'm just tossing it in there. Yeah. Paul McCartney and Taylor Swift both had the opportunity to buy their own music back. Right. Yeah. And I know that must have been such a stick in the craw to have to pay, every, you know, so yeah. much money for what's yours. 
You know, I mean, that's that the way the to... deals are structured, though. I know. But my point is, that's the only explanation I can come to, because why wouldn't he have done that? We all know he has the money or had the money or, you know, I don't know if Taylor Swift had the money, but I'm sure she could have got it. You know, I don't there's think ways to come it. up with three hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> you know, did she right. have that? Tour, did she have that tour, Perry? Like uh, for the nineteen eighty nine, it sold out like Giant Stadium, like you know, in like thirty seconds. Yeah, she she was like the biggest selling artist of that. Yeah, she was playing the or... Superdome and the Rose yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Like but, How much money do you think that generated? So after after this oh, deal sorry, happened, sorry. she said, "Screw this, man." She yeah. signed. Well, you know what? Good for with, her. Um, she signed with another company. I forget what they were called, but it was another independent company. And she, of course, she owns the uh, she owns the copyrights on these things now. Right, right, right. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, but business is you know it's big business. Sure, sure. Who who would have thought that you're paying three hundred million dollars for a catalog from a you know I don't know. That's what I'm curious about because I, I've been hearing and reading these stories about you know Bob Dylan and Bowie and you know right, right, I, right. I'm not sure if there's there's it says they're selling their publishing, right. So that's the publishing rights, mm -hmm. you know, to use them in movies and, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, but are they, the copyrights are something separate. So I'm well, wondering if for the $500 million of Bruce Springsteen, are they getting copyrights and publishing? Is he you know, giving that up or is he still going to get paid for the copyrights? Perry, I have to firmly believe that the yeah. numbers that they're talking about, you're talking about Bruce Springsteen, who's in right. his 70s. So, you know, he's cashing in on his catalog, rightfully so. Good for him. Yeah. So if he's cash, if you're going to give somebody half a billion dollars, I yeah. got to think that's total ownership or control over it. You know, what's the fucking point? Then what am I paying for? I'm paying a half a billion dollars for a piece of something? Well, that's I mean, what I because I keep hearing they sold their publishing or they yeah, sold. Their I believe catalog. I believe these guys cashed in. I mean, how much more money could they? You know, they may be able to make fifty million dollars a year off the thing, but you know, fifty million times ten more years, get it all up front for estate planning and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. Be that way, yeah. but you know, yep. we can't be stupid about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so Taylor Swift's plans are to re-record her first six her, albums, which she controls. Her. All the copyrights to her. So, yeah, more power to her, right? You know, she got I, you burned. Know, I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift, you know. And um, I, don't know, I don't know if you remember. Remember Ryan Adams recorded one of her albums? No, you, had, you had mentioned this to me in the past. What, what, how did, so what happened? How did this come to be? He just, you know, he, he completely covered her album in order. Like As a favor for her? or he just No, it's just he loved the record and he made right. it. You know, he just jumped into the studio with his dudes. I bought it. It's fantastic. It's really, really fantastic. It's These are really, Ryan really... Adam renditions of Taylor Swift songs. Exactly. And, you know, a couple of them are faithful. Uh, a couple of them are a little out there, but all have his spin on it. So it's not like no for no covers, you know, a couple of rearrangements. It's really, really good. It's interesting. It was an interesting project, I thought, you know, because I like that record. That's that sounds record interesting. With, that's that record with Shake It Off. You know, I couldn't. Like... I I could not tell you one Taylor Swift song. I'm oh, not. Perry. I'm not. I'm not trying to be cool or anything. No, no. I I'm just, just saying not... that yeah. that particular album had at least five or six. You know, big big singles, big singles. Yeah, know, huge. She was gigantic at the time. She but, was um... a huge huge star, or is right. right. So less than a year after her record comes out, he puts out his version of it, which is very complimentary. I mean, yeah. 
you know, later on you find out things about him, but at the time it was very complimentary and it was charting higher than her record. Now her record had been on the charts for like 50 weeks, you know, and when he released it, it was like number three or something and hers was number four. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good record. Good record. I like Taylor Swift. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, good for her. That, uh, and she's prolific too. She puts out records a lot and they're different. She put out, you know, during the pandemic, she put out those two records. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie and say I'm familiar with them, but, you know, I've heard a couple songs off for each one and they're very, very good, you know. She's a serious musician. I know that sounds patronizing, patronizing, but you know what I mean. No, <laughs> because I understand that she actually writes her songs. Absolutely. Right? She does she have, does she have yeah. a Glenn Ballard, you know, to a last set or, you know, I don't think it, so. I don't yes. think so. So she's a sheer talent then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's good to see someone in her position too, because she's, you know, like it or not, she's still powerful and the, you know, she has a lot of fans. She's very influential. And she yeah, always, you, you know, told she's me always they're putting called, out. They're new... called Swifties. Swifties. Right? Swifties, <laughs> dude. They're like an army. They're like descend on you like ants. You know, someone pisses her off, they all attack them online. Oh, it's oh great. yeah, well, it's yeah. Great. Social media, forget yeah. I mean, I, I say it's great. Listen to me. I mean, God forbid someone did it to me, but you know millions <laughs> of your fans just turning on somebody. <laughs> Have, oh, you know, recently I saw, okay. I watched in little bits, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, and I, yeah. We oh, know goodness. how we're not really enamored oh, with these no. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. thing. You know, yeah. $10, that subject's been covered ticket. more yeah. profanely uh, in past yeah. shows. <laughs> but it is a big deal. Sure. Absolutely. Undeniable. Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about, uh, like as far as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that well, you saw? Uh, you know, uh, you know uh, we talked about this before about how, you know, my whole thing was, I guess, you know, I'm just such an old fart. You know, it's just like everything in the world, you know. It started off as kind of, you know, a throw-together jam session, you yeah. know. And then, you know, they have to bring some order to it. I understand that. There's a number of acts. Yeah. Then it starts playing into all the politics. Remember you saying, you know. But now... When you watch it, now I didn't see this past years. I saw like you know cell phone clips yeah. of um, Judas Priest. I remember, but from what I understand, it's a slick TV package, and there's a lot of artists, so everybody's yeah. got to get their kick at the can. But I think you were saying lots of medleys and snippets and shit like that. I yeah. mean, I don't know. It, it's <laughs> Ten thousand dollars a ticket or whatever it is. Oh, you know, and, just, you know, you know, you know, and of course, as soon as they announce someone, everyone has to stand up. It's so it's patronizing. It, it's it's just a bunch of silliness. But as far as the performances, I mean, yeah. did you you did you see the big uh the big jam at the end. No, I the, missed that with Dolly, Dolly Parton, Parton and yeah, Judas they Priest. They gave Dolly and... Parton this ridiculous looking guitar. <sighs> of course, it was bedazzled because it was uh, Dolly, you know, but right, it's just right. ridiculous. Like, yeah. you couldn't give her a Stratocaster. Yeah, you know, right. you had to. <laughs> You have to have this wacky space age yeah, looking that, you know, Steve it's almost Vi condescending. Played, you know, it's almost condescending. She's a better player than half the people out there, you know. Yeah, yeah, but um, Duran Duran, I thought sounded fantastic. They're fucking great. Those guys are timeless. Yeah. Eurythmics as well. Yeah, yeah. They're no kids either. I mean, I hate to be I that way. I saw but, you know. Lenny Kravitz introduce. Lionel Richie or induct Lionel Richie. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's like Lenny. The earring is the the nose ring is over, pal. Like somebody's <laughs> got to talk to this guy, you know. You know, you're so 1980s, Lenny. <laughs> Tell us how you feel, Barry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. And uh, oh, uh, there was uh, Cheryl Crow. Uh, someone, 
someone. Oh, another <laughs> one. Of Perry's Carly, Simon, Carly Simon wasn't there. Okay. So someone introduced her or inducted her, and I don't know who she is, but she sang a couple of Carly Simon songs. She was really good. Okay. I don't know her name. She sang "You're So Vain" and uh, something else. Love that. They were. She was really good. She could really sing. Yeah. Twenty-five year old or something. Uh, Perry, you know, if you jump online, and I don't know if I mentioned this before on YouTube. Two of the most fantastic performances that I saw just recently, not recently, like in the past year, yeah. from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, these guys performed entire songs, you know, The Cure doing uh, Just Like Heaven, of course, yeah, which is yeah. fantastic. Yep. But also, Roxy Music doing Out of the Blue. Well, I didn't see that. When, oh, was that? Perry, when were they just, inducted? Uh, 2019. So it was the last one before the pandemic. They did this oh. entire song, which is actually a pretty long song. It's like five or six minutes. Yeah. But they did it, you know, and... I don't know if you, I wasn't that familiar with the song, but you see the performance. It's fantastic. It has a lot of the original guys. And it was just really, really good. Really, really good. But it was just wow. you know, one complete song. I don't want to see a medley by Ryan. And I don't think they would do yeah. it anyway. But you Was know, Brian medleys, Eno there? Uh, was Eno there? No, but uh, Eddie Jobson was on electric violin. Oh, it was fantastic. Wow. Very, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, great. you know, it's, it's a big deal. Um, <coughs> excuse me, a dry throat. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's too much, you know. It is. Yeah, your you rhythmics know, were kicked ass. But you know what it is too, Perry? And, you know, I don't want to be narrow-minded or bigoted or anything mm -hmm. like that, but it's like it, it spreads too wide now. It, now it's it's a music hall of fame, which is fine. That's okay. Right, right. But it was originally a rock and roll hall of fame, and there's a difference, you know. Yeah. There's a country well, hall of fame. You there know, was, right. There was a thing like, you know, with the Dolly Parton. Well, you know, she's why is she there? She belongs in the country hall. Oh, she's probably in the country hall of fame. Exactly. You know? Who says she can't be in both? Who says she can't be in the rock and roll hall of fame? Like right. you said, she rocks harder than some of the people that were there. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And you tell know, me she's Johnny, written you tell, so many songs. She wrote Tell me Johnny songs. Cash isn't in both Hall of Fames, you know? Right, yeah. You know, I mean if if you know, if hip hop is in there. Yeah, which yeah, I have well, no problem with at all. So it's a music. Hip hop is rock and roll. So is Dolly Parton. Exactly. Right? <laughs> You're all welcome here. <laughs> That's right. There's plenty. It's a big world. It's like out a Jim there. Beam commercial. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of space between my ears, Tom. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Holy shit! How about right. you feel like listening to some cover songs? Please, please. Let's, uh, so how hey, do we categorize these, Tom? We. Uh, we categorize well, it, them as shitty covers. Uh, wait, uh, so our our, cate our categories are shitty, cool, <coughs> or strange. Yes, maybe obscure, even, obscure, you know, passable, strange, tolerable, yeah. cool. <laughs> well, I love cover songs, Barry. Let's get it started, okay? Please. This is this is a singer. His name is Josh Rouse. You've probably yeah. heard of him, right? Josh okay. Rouse. Josh Rouse, okay. Yep, and this is Josh Rouse covering Bread. Really? Here we go. It don't matter to me If you really feel you Need some time to be free Time to go out searching for yourself Open the fire Side. It don't matter to me 
you take up with someone who's better than me? Cause your happiness is all I want for you to find. Here's your peace of mind. So that's Josh Ugh. Rouse playing Bread. Okay, Perry. How do you feel about that? I'm going to tell you I don't like that. You do not like it? No. And I'm going to tell you why. Tell me why. Because <laughs> I'm an old fart, man. Okay, so the original is just so perfect, and that guy's voice is just, it's, it's literally one of a kind. So now it's two of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I mean, so now now it's it, it's like <laughs> it's like playing an Eric Clapton song and doing his solo. That's the way I look at when people do songs like this, and it's just a very personal, narrow worldview. Yeah, when you have like exemplary singers yep. like that. So to me, this guy, and this is a very good. I have nothing against him, and it's a very good right. song. Yeah. It's a great thing, but it's mimicking it. And I, I don't like that in the cover. You know, if uh, that's just me. Okay. Yeah. So that's my vote. <laughs> okay. I you? absolutely love it. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I have, I have the album. It's called, it's a bread tribute and it's called friends and lovers. The song hey, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the, no, no, no. I, yeah. You know, I can understand your feeling on that yep. <laughs> because they do it pretty much really? like bread does it. Really? Right? Okay. Yeah. But I love it. I I think okay. I, I I always love that song. Yeah. Okay. So it gets a split decision. I, and I I like his Josh Rouse's cover of it also. Yep. Okay. Do they do? Uh, you said the whole record is bread songs. It's all bread. It's called Friends really? and Lovers. The songs of bread. Yeah. And, and see, that's going to be one of those things you love. Every one of those songs. You know, you hear there's, those bread songs. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, how good are Orange are on there. There's a group called Cake. You know, uh. and they do If and you know some other ones. Yep. Oh, it's a tribute album. It's a tribute, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. called Friends and Lovers, The Songs of Bread. Oh, okay. By artist, yep. Okay. And Josh Rouse was on there. and uh, Okay. I know that band Cake. They had a, a couple songs <laughs> on the radio. Yeah, they do Make It With You, I think. There you go. On the record. But anyway, here's another cover. <laughs> now, now, this one, I believe it's an old song from 1964-ish, something okay. like that. Then it became a big hit in the 80s again. What? And this is Marilyn Manson <gasps> covering this song, Tainted Love. That's Marilyn right. Manson covering Tainted Love. All right. How do you feel about that, Tom? Okay, Perry, well, I'm going to give this one a strange. 
I'm not going to give it a shitty. I'm going to give it a strange because it fulfills part of my thing with covers. I like people that do put their own spin on it. And that's definitely Correct. an original toss at it. That being said, I never really got this Marilyn Manson thing. Never. Well, yeah. I, I got to tell you, when, when, <laughs> I, when I researched this, uh-huh. and I agree, it's obscure, it's strange. Okay. Yeah, and I, I I like it. I like yeah, the fact yeah, that it's yeah. so strange. Like I like said, you it, said. It, it's its own. It, you know, with the little samples yeah. of it. I like that. I like when people yep. do that. And uh, yeah, I will give that. And and there's a thing about Marilyn Manson. Like, whenever you see the imagery of Marilyn Manson, that's a turnoff. I'm like, this is fucking yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> but when you just hear it on its own yeah. without the imagery. You're like, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, I don't need the show, man. I don't need it, you know? I, yep. I get that other places. So here's the cover. Here, You know who the Mavericks are, obviously, right? Yes. Yeah, Raul Malo and friends yeah. and company. Yep. Here's, <coughs> here's the Mavericks covering the Hollies. I think I'm fast Can't think of anything I need No cigarettes, no sleep, no no light No sound Nothing Now, how do you feel about the Mavericks covering uh, The Air That I Breathe? Uh, Perry, I got to give that a cool, man. I love that song. I love that version. And in the sake of openness, I have to disclose a connection. (laughs) What is the connection? I'm interested. Uh, When I was staying down at Coral Gables with my friend George Fellner, the downstairs neighbor was a guitar player, Ben Peeler. And Ben Peeler was in the very very early version of the Mavericks. Wow. So I went to see him a couple times. One time yeah. at uh, Coconut Grove, another time at uh, another club. I forget what that other club was in um, Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ben Peel is a great guy. And apparently he's in California now doing session work. And uh, But anyway, I like that version, Perry. I'm giving it a cool. I'm going to give it a cool also. I absolutely... <laughs> it's a double cool. It, well, the Mavericks are so good, by the way. Yeah. And... Yeah. Who does not love Raul Malo's voice? Yeah. Now, do you know who Jerry Reed is? Uh, yeah. What's what's that? What's that song you're always playing? That novelty song. What is it? Here, well, it's not a novelty song. It's a good guitar picking song. But Primus covers it. Really? Yeah. Okay, and it's lay it called on me, man. Aim is Moses. <laughs> That's it. Here goes. Here's Primus. Yeah! Here comes Abe! Abe is both for the Cajun. He 
give myself in the swamp. We want a delegator for living. He just did not come in the head with a stomp. Louisiana law, we're gonna get you, Amos. It ain't legal hunting down a game down in the swamp, boy. Let love play through the chorus. One day he must Moses with the boy, his daddy would use him for alligator meat. Tie a rope around his waist and throw him in the swamp. The alligator man in the Louisiana Bayou. About 45 minutes up the east of the Louisiana. If they get no dark milk, something is pretty wild, and uh. Oh, they read the bus of a nugget, eat up a straight frill. Now that's uh, that's Primus covering Jerry Reed, Amos Moses, Perry. Who's in that band? Who's playing bass on that? Les Claypool. Oh, it's great, man. Yeah. He's a great <laughs> bass player. Yep. Yeah. You can nail shingles to that bass part, man. Yeah, yep. that is freaking great. Well, I'm giving that a cool. I'm giving that a cool that, also, Tom. That's much yeah. better than the original version. Sorry, Some, You know, at Sorry. times, uh, interesting that you even say that. <laughs> because the next Uh-oh. song coming up is Guns N' Roses song. Oh, no. Covered by Sheryl Crow. Oh, man. Let's hear it. Here it comes. Covering Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child O' Mine. Sweet Child O' Mine. How do you feel about that, Tom? Perry, I'm torn, man. She's great. She makes a lot of great music, and that's mm-hmm. really good. But why she changed the sex? You well, know? What, what do you mean? I. Uh... And when his oh, did hair. She say, is... Did she say he's got, uh, he's got this? And... Yes. Yeah, okay, I don't well, like that. I, I mean, like everyone that, does that, right? I mean,. Uh... It would have been more interesting if she did it. No, you know what? I'm going to give that. I, I, I can't in good conscience give it a shitty. So let me give it a strange. That's safe. Really? Yeah. I, I don't want to give it a shitty because, you, know, it, it, you know, it sounded Girl, good. <laughs> I, I am going to give it a cool. I okay. like I like that better than the Guns N' Roses version. Ooh. Yeah. So no, Cheryl Crow's getting a cool from me. Yep. But Perry, in the interest of full disclosure... Past listeners know how you feel about Guns N' Roses in general. <laughs> yeah, Axel von Douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's got nothing to. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's sure, got. Sure. I mean, that's you know, I'm. Slash is great. You know, it's just a singer, no, I know. I and it's know, not I know. just like I'm prejudiced because of all his antics. It's just 
He's a horrible singer. You don't like what he goes. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, the other week we we did a cover of him doing uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Dow." Like so door, <laughs> the word "door" has two syllables and sometimes three syllables. <laughs> yeah. So oh, shit. anyway, that was Cheryl Crow covering Guns N' Roses, yeah. and I like her version of it. There you go. Okay, here is Jane's Addiction. Ooh, covering the Rolling Stones. Okay, that's tall talk, let's, my friend. It, let's give it a minute. We'll let it play for a minute. We, the reason we do this is so that we can actually, and our listeners out there, can actually hear, too, the uh, interesting version uh, of uh, the, some of these songs, the alternate versions. Good deal. So here we go. Jane's Addiction covering the Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. Oh, shit. Myself, a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long years. So many men, so many things. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. I made them sure that Pilate washed his hands and sealed his fate. Pleased to meet you, hope you guess my name How it was with you is the nature of my game Wow How do you feel about that, Tom? Perry, I'm going to tell you, I'm intrigued I'm giving that a cool, man That sounded friggin' cool I've never heard that yeah, that was Jane's Addiction doing Sympathy for the Devil. I believe Sympathy for the Devil is the name of the song, right? Yeah, and you know, if you're going to do that song, there's got to have something with it. Like, it can't be like a regular song. Like, you know, the Stones, they could bring menace to it. And, you know, and like that, that was intriguing. I like that effect on his voice, too. It like a little bit of like a, I don't know, Langey or something. I agree, That was Perry know. Farrell, right? Perry Farrell. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you give, it a, you give it a cool. I'm giving it a cool, man. I'm giving it an interesting, hey, cool. interesting and obscure. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, strange that I believed it. <laughs> Holy shit! That was so, good, Perry. That was a good one, right? Yeah. We've got one more left. Actually, technically two, and I'll tell you the reason why. Tell me. This one was a huge hit. Nice. Huge hit worldwide, but it was a cover song. Okay. And. I've never heard the original version. Oh, good. Don't tell me. So, right. So, after, we're going to play this big hit version. Then we'll play the original one and give them a little comparison. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. No, no, everyone, all of our listeners will know what this is. Okay. fade out nice. now we all know that's ub40 wonderful song covering a neil diamond song yes 
Red Red Wine, and of course, I've only read that it's a Neil Diamond song, never having heard Neil Diamond's version. So here's a little bit of Neil Diamond, and uh, interesting take on uh, UB40s. Okay. Red, red wine, go to my Make me forget that I still need her soul. Red, red wine, it's up to you. All I can do, I've done. Now, I don't know if that was a 45 or if that's an album cut. Or what? I've never heard Neil Diamond. How have I never heard this period? The the version for me, the identifiable one, is UB40. Of course. UB40 song. How have I I not heard this Neil Diamond song? I don't know. It must be a B-side or something. I I don't know. Album track or something? Yeah, I, don't, I really don't know whether it was, uh, you know, meant to be a 45 or uh, anything like that. You know, I still love that UB40 version. I really, really always liked that song. It's so sparse. And the reggae thing really, I mean, wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you know, you probably can even hear a polka version of that song and it would be pretty cool. You know? Good stuff, sir. Good you know, covers. Uh, you know, so I was listening to, uh, I was trying to find, uh, trying to find our show and I was trying to listen to it on Apple. Really? You know, so of course like, you go to your phone and you go to the app oh, and, no. like, and then like, I, I see Venmo. I'm like, oh, Tom and Perry Music Show is available on Venmo. Like, it's <laughs> nice. excellent. Or, you know, Tom and Perry Music Show is uh, available on Calm or. You know, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Tom Perry nice Music Show, available on Uber Eats. You know, Uber so. Eats. <laughs> Grubhub. Well, we'll cut a deal when they played in the car. Well, you know, exactly. Oh, you know, shit. Or, uh, whatever. But I, I thought uh, you have you have some trivia. Uh, Wait, don't is you, this Tom? a trivia question, Perry? You you have some trivia. Yeah, I, I got a couple right? questions for you. Let's see if we can stump Perry tonight. Yeah, let's do some trivia. Let's do some trivia. As always, uh, the questions come from Classic Rock Presents, the ultimate rock and roll quiz book. Over 1,000 questions. Perry already has 900 correct answers. I don't know about that. Okay, that's a lie. All right. Perry, we have a couple themes tonight. Okay, so the first theme is lineups. People who are in the lineups of bands. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, a little, you know, a little addition, a little subtraction. Okay. Tell me when and you're ready. What I, what I don't know, in. what I don't know, I learned. This is the great thing, Tom. <laughs> okay. You ready for your first one? Yes. Okay. Who became Nirvana's touring guitarist in 1993? Pat Smear. You are correct, sir. As always, you know, I don't know how I ever doubted you. <laughs> I like the guy too. I think he uh, absolutely, absolutely. What, 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 he was in a famous band before that or something, right? Pat Smear was in um, the Germs. Germs, good catch, yeah. sir. <laughs> Someone had their coffee today. See, uh, we love music, Tom. We, we you know, do. right? This is we do. Perry's ready to rock tonight. Okay, here's here's one. This one's a little out of Perry's wheelhouse. Let's see if he can handle it. Which member of Genesis left the band just before they recorded the album, and then there were three. 
Steve Hackett. Oh, see, I knew. <laughs> oh, Perry, I knew you had that one. I believed in you, Perry. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> How do you do? Uh, oh man, Steve Hackett. Perry. But I do know that he was a guitar player in the band, and he left. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was a. Uh... But anyway. Okay. There was only only that guy, Mike Mechanic, was left in the, uh, to play guitar. <laughs> Where's this Mikey Mechanic guy? <laughs> in this stupid suit. Okay. Oh, here, here you go. I know you know this one. I know you know this. Which guitarist was briefly a member of Jethro Tull in 1968 before, before returning to his own soon-to-be-famous band? Uh, he was at the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus. Yes, he was, sir. Playing a white Stratocaster, Tony <laughs> Iommi. Yes, he was. Yep. Oh, my God. Do you know the name of that song? I don't. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, that was not live. That was a that was a lip sync. Uh, maybe Tony was singing I read live, that. but it was they were playing to a backing track. He was singing live, right? He was singing live, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. He could have right. been miming it, too. I don't know. But well, if he was, that's he did the way a they chose good to do job, it. Yeah. Sir. yeah. All right, let's see. We got one more for you, Perry. Oh, All right. Let me see here. Okay. So on this one, you have to complete the lineup of the band. It's missing one okay. member. I'm gonna well, read you roll. the three I'm gonna read you the three other members. Let's roll. All right. And you tell me what the band is and the fourth member. Okay. You ready? Carl Radel, yep. Jim Gordon, Bobby Whitlock. Fourth member is Eric Clapton, Derek and the Dominoes. You are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little low-hanging fruit. You are correct, sir. So. <laughs> that was oh, a good shit. one. We should give him a hard one, man. Wait, wait. Yeah, do you have a second, Perry? Because I got another. Of um, course, I have a second. Yeah, I, 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 I got to get. I got to stump Perry here. Here, Hold I'm going to play. Sorry. Let me play a song while you're waiting for that. All right. Okay. You Listen got to it. this. Uh, let's see if you know this song. Okay. While you're looking. Seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, Perry, check this out. Let's do it. How much ACDC do you know? Um, no, I I never had one of their records, but okay, let me I've love seen, a couple. I've seen dog. No, let's do it, man. I I you know I know the Young Brothers, Angus and Malcolm and. Uh, Okay, let me let, let me lob, let me lob a couple at you, Perry. Check this lob out. Lob them. Go ahead. Which early ACDC song features Bon Scott playing bagpipes? <laughs> wow, you uh, know the song. You know the song. You know, I know the question. song. All right, yes, you so, do. Um, come on now. It's a slow. It's a slow number, isn't it? It's a slow, no, heavy it's, number. Uh, nope, nope. It's one of their biggies, though, man. Highway to hell. No, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> wow, School of Rock, yeah. yeah. That middle part, that middle part that have the screaming He's actually bagpipes. playing bagpipes. Yeah. Tom, that's amazing, man. <laughs> this book is amazing. Classic Rock presents the ultimate rock and roll quiz book over 1,000 questions. Perry, they have a whole section in here on ACDC. We'll pick one more out for you, okay? Cause, yes. Okay, how about this one? Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, oh, here's a good one. This one, check this out. What is the only track on Back in Black that fades out at the end? <laughs> uh, 
Thunderstruck. No, no, no. It's actually the song Back in Black. I was going to say that just as like a little. Wow. All right. All their other ones, they just blast and they just. Exactly. Exactly. Perry, you did very well on trivia tonight. Cool. Very cool. Let's join me in with a hand for Perry. Come on, everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very Hey, what are you talking about? Hey, dude. <laughs> Go get the boot. <laughs> I was watching I've been watching some show from Canada called Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> oh my God. Really? And, you know, they don't realize that they say like, what are you talking about? And hey, instead dude. of sorry, they say sorry. You know, like I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, wait, don't they also not say the don't they don't say the letter Z, they say Z. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sometimes they get a little they go to that little Scottish, you know, thing. Yep. <laughs> Offense and defense. <laughs> so Tom, we've decided to play like you and I uh Mm. We record our we record ourselves. You and I combine, you know, uh, collaborate on songs, right? We have, yes, we have. We so. have in the past. We've done a few. There, uh, yes. you know, some of them exist on tape. They're all homemade. Yep. Hopefully, on a four be track. Yep, yep. 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 On a four track, or maybe on it. But these are all cassette recordings. Yes. That we've yes. done. Yes. And uh, this old particular song. Sir. Old school. This particular one is from I don't know how long ago. Ten years ago. I can't gauge it, Tom. Uh, ten. Uh, I lived in uh, I lived in that apartment complex and uh, on, on Green, Green Street, Street back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to say this is maybe the um, had to be ten or so years ago, at least, at least, yeah. Barry. I'd say more than ten years ago. Okay. Well, anyway, Tom comes over. And we're like, let's write some. Let's write a song, man. You yeah. know. I said, well, actually, yeah. I said, Tom, I have this song, and I need a little help with it. You know. And good times. Tom man. will now. Tom, there's times where Tom writes all the verses, and I'll write the chorus. Or whatever. Well, anyway, this is one of those songs. It's called "Is That Wrong." Oh yes. And this is uh, this is the Tom and Perry Music Show. Here we yes. go. <laughs> Hot on your trail Feeling the pain In my own world Is that wrong? Is that wrong? Taking the train 
about that song tom i love that song perry oh that's one of my favorite songs. i remember when we recorded it on, oh uh, me too man what a good cassette time. recorder right oh that was great what a good song good song sir did that one have background the backward uh did it is that the one with the backward guitar thing in the middle in the middle yeah yeah well you were the one who suggested that i do that <laughs> you was like i wasn't sure what to do there and you actually said to me why don't you just do it in reverse or you know Remember do it backwards days, or something oh, yeah good times man we've, had, we've so, made so much music man so that's interesting to me is like you know we're we're in a room together tom and, and yeah. it seems to me you and i every time we're in a room together good stuff good stuff there's a song going to be written yeah man right Good scene, man. Yeah. So that was Is That Wrong, written by Perry, Perry Dedovich and Tom Griffin. Oh, man. Is That Wrong. Yep. Is That Wrong. Very good. Yeah. So uh, so the Tom and Perry Music Show is available on Spotify. Really? On Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Amazon Music, on Uber Eats. <laughs> and Venmo and Calm. <laughs> if you look for us, you'll find us. Please find us. We are we are out there, and we also have. Yeah. Uh, and, and please leave a comment. Uh, it's Tom and Perry Music Show at gmail dot com. Please, we'd love to right? hear from you here at the Tom and Perry Music Show. Yeah. All we do is dig on music. You hear it? We just you hear what yep. we do. <laughs> yeah, it, it's we have a know, lot of fun. <laughs> it, it's fun. You know, look, the yeah. hour goes quickly. We're approaching an hour, Tom. So uh, there we go. All let's right. go into our closing theme and uh, okay. Let's just say good night, everyone. Right? Oh, and, good uh, night, everybody. Thanks, Perry. Good night, everyone out there, and hello to our friends. Right, uh, George Feldner, Vernon Perone. Yeah, guys like that. Right? Absolutely. Tom, nice to talk to you. See you Same again. here, my friend. <laughs>